Welcome to the Wings Mobile Detailing Business and Automotive Podcast, the only podcast that will guide you on how to start and grow six-figure companies. As our team expands from one business location to worldwide domination, you will get step-by-step insights from a millennial franchiser and franchise owner with your host, Andre Mezzalera. Even those, even the most simple products we can talk about, the invisible glass. Yeah, oh yeah. The stoner. My wife loves this stuff. Mm -hmm. She found something really, really interesting about this because usually we will use either the Meguiar's glass cleaner, which is our, used to be our go-to. And then we started using the American Detailer's Garage Wipeout, Uh where you buy a gallon of it. And you only put like a half an ounce in a 32 ounce bottle of distilled water. It's a white pal glass cleaner. It's actually like O&R. It's -hmm. like optimum no rinse. It can be a clay lube, a glass cleaner, Uh a rinseless wash, a quick detailer, like it can be everything. Yeah. So, but I primarily use it as a glass cleaner because it has some polymers in it. Uh So it makes the glass kind of like- For the outside, right? The outside and the inside windshield. You know, sometimes inside glass, especially the windshield, will be grabby mm-hmm. and it can leave lint. That American Details Garage Wipeout will kind of leave like a polymer on the inside glass and make it very smooth and slick. I've, I've used products before where they had a couple of additives to it. So like waxes or whatever yeah. they may be. Maybe that's, it's that's, kind a, of that's like what that. it does. Yeah, the polymers is, uh-huh. is not not necessarily going oh, to be... Oh, the polymer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I know yeah. polymer is a very broad word because a polymer can be a wax, a sealant, it can be synthetic, it can be natural. Uh-huh. And even SiO2 is a type of polymer. So it's, it's pretty interesting. So when I, when I say that word polymer, it just means something that, something that bonds to the paint a little bit yeah. and adds slickness and, and okay. gloss. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because like, like O&R, I don't know if you're, if you're used to using Optimum No Rinse, does the same thing. If you use it as a clay lube or a quick detailer or rinseless wash, then it leaves the paint slick and a little glossy. It does. The, the, yeah. the, the thing that I uh, find with those products sometimes is when you're doing side windows because it's so hard. I mean, as a mobile detailer, so you probably have a little bit more wiggle room with it with like using indoors but yep, as a mobile sure. detailing i mean you probably when in the sun mm-hmm. like those products i it was it was until i find that product the invisible glass like yep. it was i went through even some of the maguire's one that you have to actually mix with ionized water so it doesn't leave streaks but yep. to do the glass without streaks you want to have the invisible like the, the glass cleaner as clean of any polymer as possible ah uh, yeah i, I think see. when you're mobile right yeah that's, that's that's true i i've used it in both instances Mm-hmm. But it doesn't always work. It doesn't always work. On some glass, it uh-huh. works great. But then you use it on a different vehicle, and you're like, why isn't it working? It's leaving streaks all the time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it doesn't always work. And that's when you got to pull out a secret weapon like this. Oh, yeah. You like that, too. Yeah. So this is really good. My wife likes uh-huh. it because she found that in colder weather, it works better. Mm-hmm. That's what she found. She likes the other stuff in hotter weather and, and humid weather. But I mean, all around, this yeah. stuff works really well. Um, yeah, so yeah, those, we bought a huge case of it. <laughs> yeah, I always I always get those from Amazon and like yeah. you always keep using. Yeah, and you always get. Do you get the aerosol ones or do you get the other regular? I get the I got the regular one and the yeah. aerosol. We, we the the guys really like always prefer the aerosol. Okay, like it cleans yeah. better. They yeah. feel like it doesn't leave as much streak. 
Sometimes it can why. spray directly on. Maybe it atomizes it better with that sprayer. I don't know. Or maybe it because uses less. Because it foams less. up, right? It, yeah. does, it does foam a little bit. Yeah. 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 So it does say it has that clear dry formula. So. Uh, and it could cool. depend maybe on the window as well. Like you said, some windows yeah. it doesn't work. Maybe whatever is on the window, that's hard to... Because some, some windows are really hard to clean for some yeah, reason. Like it's slick and it doesn't come off. Yeah. Others are just clean. You know what hard. I wonder too? I was thinking about this. Have you ever seen windshield repair guys, their trucks and their vans, have you ever seen how windshields are transported? They're just out in the open. Oh, they are. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they have... Yeah. A film on them that they peel off I don't think so because I've never seen that uh -huh. I've only ever seen the glass in the trucks or outside of the truck sometimes in those frames all secured yeah but they're out in the elements so you never know if maybe the windshield was replaced at some point in time if it was out in the elements say on a truck wouldn't it also get contaminants like your paint would yeah. So I don't. I don't think I've seen any guys like clay bar the inside of their glass. I've seen guys use magic erasers and scrub pads, yeah, which essentially is kind of doing what a clay bar does. Or maybe, right? a, uh, like you said, uh, an eraser, isopropyl alcohol. Yeah. Maybe it cleans well. Yeah. My my father, he was trying to, his, he he used the wrong because I was detailing my car in the in the in the driveway, and he grabbed one of my products thinking it was a window cleaner, and it. It was Iron X. Oh gosh. Yeah, he sprayed because I told him get the the get the bottle there. That was the only one. That was sitting Iron X on it, and he sprayed on the towel. That terrible smell he put on the window. And oh, good luck to us for us to try to get it off. Then oh. inside, of, he used the isopropyl alcohol until today. His inside inside of his window, the 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 actual windshield, it's like slimy. Whoa. Like, it, I don't know. What did it do? <laughs> that is weird. But I mean, we clean well now. Now, yeah. by now, it should be clean. But it's hard. It's harder to clean. Some residue still probably left off mm. on the on the glass. That's I weird. felt so bad. It's like Ugh. Iron X. You had to get that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially that one. Yeah. yeah. I found too another trick. And again, it's like you have to employ all these different methods. Yes. Because different cars, different glass, different weather, all that stuff. I've also found that kind of my last resort. Like if this doesn't work, if nothing else works. I'll soak a microfiber towel in water and wring it out and then just mm -hmm. have a dry towel and just use water. But it's the whole towel that's soaked mm -hmm. wet. So I'll just mop the you know just the glass mop, down. Clean clean whatever's in there right off. Yeah, and it yeah. and it'll and then when you look at the towel, you'll see there's there's like even more grime. It's almost like you needed that that heavy water yeah. in the towel to just mop it all up and then you take the dry towel and I've done that and then it comes out perfect. Uh-huh. I heard about water. newspaper as well. Newspaper. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I've I never tried. I was yeah. until today. I'm curious of trying it. Like in the sun, get newspaper. The, yeah. the, it has to be the actual newspaper, which is hard to find nowadays. I know. Like who does that? <laughs> yeah, has newspaper. But I've never. Yeah. That's all I heard about. Maybe it's old-fashioned things because nowadays we have those products and they don't even compare. Do we I know. need to go that route? Yeah, I also did get a little squeegee. I saw Larry Casella from Ammo. He has a little rubber squeegee that I think a lot of tint guys use. Same type of little squeegee. Like a little... It's like a little uh, blue colored squeegee in it with a little yeah. handle. And it's uh -huh. about five inches or maybe six inches or so. Um, and when he's deep cleaning glass, he will mop it all down with whatever chemical or a wet towel mm -hmm. and then use the squeegee and, and clean the glass. That. It's a little hard to do on the inside, I think, because it would oh, leave more On the inside, maybe, but, but, but it comes right off. It yeah. comes right off. 
Yeah. That's what professional glass cleaners use. Yeah. They use squeegees. They just really... And then they just go with a dry towel real quick. Yep. I think the one thing that is kind of inevitable is when... Which we suffer a lot when it's 100 degrees outside Fahrenheit and we're outside trying to do inside of the window and the the sun is just hitting right on it. Yep. Is when we go with the wet towel, it doesn't matter what product it is, even invisible glass, we go one pass. By the time we go one pass like that, and we're gonna get the the dry towel right away. By the time you do this, it's already dried. Yep. Be- and that's 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 the thing that some detailers I think they asked before. What do we do in that situation? I'm like, it's dried. <laughs> like you know, unfortunately, and sometimes I can't do anything about it because I'm in the sun out there. And there's no shade. Yeah. And it's just it is what it is. Yep. Exactly. You just but have to fight are, it. You just have to keep doing it and do your best. Keep doing it quick. Yeah. yeah. Try to try to dry before it dries itself but yep. when the thing Smaller is sections when the thing is like heat like really really hot yeah it, it's tough inevitably it hard to get it off yep windshields and the back glass yeah the worst i did find a, a cool tool that again is is made for tint guys mm-hmm. this thing <laughs> oh okay. it actually has a rubber tip yeah but you put the towel on it like so, uh-huh. so that you can get into. Now, I don't think this will really fit into third brake light areas because I still think those are too close and you don't want to put pressure and snap anything. Yeah. But you can get into these areas inside the windshield and run your towel across. Oh, from the bottom. Yeah. 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 So this tool works really well. I haven't really showed this in our videos, but I need to. Mm. It's called the bulldozer. Interesting. So, but tint guys use it to squeegee the tint into either windshields, because in Chicago, Chicago Auto Pros do it. Um, These I get from Car Supplies Warehouse. So they can actually tint the inside of the windshield. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. So they'll use that tool. they use that to get get underneath there. Yeah. And even in the back window as well, when they have those sedans and it's hard to Exactly, actually is yours, yours isn't that bad, huh? Well, it it might be a challenge to get back there. It's still a challenge because of the headrest on the back. Yep, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So that, that tool works really well also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't always use it, but it's it's there when I need it in case yeah, I need on, it. Yeah, on the vans, what we what we attempt to do on the vans is really, we're using visible glass, a blue towel, because we have color-coded yep. towels, yep. blue towels, and Us we go too. to town, try to try to squeeze our hands down there. I did try to use the, one of those squeegees one, but because it's a little bit different than me inside a shop, we want to be a little bit more efficient. Yeah. Just sometimes go old fashioned with the microfiber towel. Yeah. Lower lint as well. Lower. Uh, yeah, just, low just, nap. Yeah. Uh, microfiber towels. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have different ones too. I'll have regular blue microfibers. Um, I have these other pink ones that actually used to be coating towels, but uh-huh. I use them for the glass. They're not crunchy. I wash them right away after I applied some coatings with them but I'm not gonna use them on the paint. So I just use them for glass because they're really low nap. I have those super low nap glass towels. Okay. I have a couple of waffle weaves and then I have Huck, Huck towels. You ever seen Huck towels? I have not, no. Yeah, let me, let me show you. I think I have some here. Yeah. These, these looks good. Look, it looks good also, these type. Oh yeah, yeah, like those they, are the nice low nap. I like when they don't have the stitching around it. Yeah, you know, they're yeah, just, edgeless. They are edgeless, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, I think I have the huck towel out in the, out in the uh, trailer. Okay, so 
These little towels, I, I buy these in, in huge packs. They're super dirt cheap, little mm -hmm. blue towels. And I, I got them just to use for glass and for grungy areas, but they work really well for glass because they're so cheap. And once they do start leaving a little lint, I just chuck just them or use them. them. Away. Yeah, they're so cheap. These are huck towels. They're called surgical huck towels. Actually, surgeons use them and they dry really well. And professional glass cleaners use mm -hmm. these type of towels. They're the ones that has the little weight. It's similar to the ones with the weight. Uh, what, what is it called? The towel Waffle. Waffle towels. Waffle weaves? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. So th those, those can work really well. Mm. Yeah. So sometimes I'll actually just use these. I'll soak one towel, huck towel completely with water, wring it out so it's really damp. Yeah. And just mop the glass clean and then use microfiber towel, whichever one, to dry it out. And speaking of the microfiber as well for, because we obviously we use different towels for the paint of the car, glass, yep. rims, interior. Yep. Um, but for the paint, I think that's the only towel that I, I like to differentiate a little bit mm -hmm. when, and when it's dealing with the paint, a little bit more fluffy compared to the ones to use inside on the hard surfaces. Exactly. Where it doesn't suck up as much product. Yep. Yep. And exactly. Yeah. So we have Oh yeah, those are good fluffy ones. Yeah, so we got these nice fluffy yeah. ones here, like the Rag Company ones and Microfiber Madness. Mm -hmm. um, so those we'll use for certain products. They're they're not. I don't use those for coatings. I don't use them for compounds. Sometimes I'll use them for polish. Uh huh. Um, but I usually use those with like spray sealants and spray waxes. Yeah. I find them to be the the best for that. And to remove them as well, right? Like these the spray waxes, not yeah. when they are paste. Well. Right, yeah, when no liquid or paste. I don't yeah. use that for that. I'll use more like this. It's a shorter nap, mm -hmm. but these are the, just the Kirkland ones. I love these. These are economical. I'll use these actually for polishing, for compounding removal, polishing removal, wax removal, and even coating removal. I'll use these for, and they yeah. work really good. So, awesome. yeah. yeah, and once I use the, them for the coatings, I wash them right away, and usually, depending on the coating, they, clean out well. they just clean out yeah. fine. Yeah, and they're soft. I've even tested it on my own car because uh -huh. my, you know, my black Avalon super soft paint. Uh -huh. So oh, after, yeah, there is. The, the yeah after I use a towel yeah. like this for coatings and I washed it just to test it, I'll, I'll rub it across the paint and I'm like, uh -huh. well, it's fine. It's yeah. like, it's not leaving any scratches and or yeah. marring or anything like that. No, these are, so, I mean, you can't go wrong with these, especially on these, yeah. uh, drying off any spray wax on the paint. Yeah. And I think you're right. Every time when I use any sort of compounding polish to remove that, because it's a little bit more grabby. Yeah. You want a bit, a bit of more of a thin. Yeah. Uh, is it called what? G GSM? Yeah. GSM. Uh, yeah. The GSM is the, the number. Gram, grams per square meter is the GSM. Getting a little bit technical there. I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually these yellow Kirkland ones are about 330 GSM. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those ones are going to be 500 plus. Yeah, they're super fluffy. Yeah, very, very nice and fluffy. <laughs> yep. So those are nice. And I will reserve those. I, I don't use those for just everything and anything. Yeah. I reserve these for, you know, nice spray sealants and waxes and stuff. So, yeah, but yeah, it's good to have a variety of towels. Yeah, once the problem is once you drop those, you're... <laughs> I, I know. Mean, any towel. Do I, not any drop towel. those. Yeah, <laughs> do not drop, drop those, those towels. It's a nightmare. You're going <sighs> to get... There's, there are no leaves and if yep. some, it just showed up leaves now, there. Yeah, if you drop a nice towel like that, it's instantly like a door jam towel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something else. Or I lost so many of those towels <laughs> yep. from dropping. Oh, uh, I know. To the point where I was like, I'm just going to use the lower GSM towels 
on yep. the paint too where it can be easily washable exactly yeah exactly so it's going to have a variety of those towels so we we do kind of color coat them but after mm -hmm. a while we have so many towels yeah that, you just label them yeah I label, think and, for, and we know too like you, you, you look know, at the towel and yes. you're like yeah. that's not for the paint <laughs> yeah so uh, I, I, for me it's a little bit different i do have to do separate because the products and everything even not only label but color coded so we yeah. we are in the van and we're in the sun we're trying to do the detail we want to grab the correct one yeah. we don't want to miss getting the door jam towels and the interior surfaces exactly and especially but if you have employees you need to keep everything standardized yes so that they all know what they're what they're doing yep. yes yep exactly yeah i know we just got you know my wife and i have a nice system that we just mm -hmm. are so used to it so if if we yeah, were to change anything else up you know it would We'd yeah, you know everything. Yeah. You know everything where everything is. Yeah, we know everything. Split second. <laughs> yeah, and actually with our new cabinets, which mm -hmm. I'll be doing, you know, a video if I haven't already done a second garage tour. I'm going to kind of do little progressions of garage tours uh -huh. and just kind of, you know, show upgrades. I have something else coming here for towels that I'll be installing soon. Yeah, no, it came out really. It's yeah. coming out really nice. Yeah, I, I was very happy yeah. with them. Um, and again, they're cheap cabinets. They were the cheapest ones I could find at Lowe's. Mm -hmm. And they're just 75 bucks, you know, a piece. And uh, my dad and I were able to just build them. You know, we just take them out of the box. And the first one I put together, you know, read all the directions, put everything together. I'm like, this is so easy. The second one, you didn't need the directions because by then it was, it just, everything goes right in place. So we just kept building each one of them and line them up and bolt them in, line them up, bolt them in, line them up, bolt them in. Mm -hmm. So... They just, they went up really quick. And I, I did try to organize as much as possible um, according to, you know, the products. So like oh, yeah, this is going to be- It's really well, it's nice. Yeah, that, and that's really what Look I wanted. Not, there, not yeah. separated <laughs> by companies, mm -hmm. but separated by what the product is. Yeah. So tires, uh, tire dressings, not by trim shines. As well. Let me grab that camera yeah. and I'll try to show, show around. Yeah, so this would be tire dressings, trim dressings, um, plastic dressings, stuff like that. And then right. pads, applicators up here. So that's that's organized by that. So it can be also, you can see all sorts of different companies. Yeah, and you have in all here. the different cutting pads, which we're probably going to talk about as well. Yep, yep. Cutting pads, I have my favorites, my go tos that I just always use because they always work for me. Mm -hmm. This one has. Spray waxes, spray sealants, quick detailers down here, and then compounds, polishes up here. There's a few compounds and polishes back there too, but mostly compounds and polishes, then some overstock. You have the Meguiar's, that, that's the Meguiar's, the pink one? Yes. It's pretty much what you use when you buy from Amazon the kit. Yes. And it yep. goes inside it. The microfiber uh, correction kit. This, this mm -hmm. kit came out uh, probably like eight years ago, maybe nine years ago now, and a lot of guys were, you know, were using it when it first came out, but it kind of fell off for some reason. Not a lot of guys were using oh. it. The microfiber discs, however, the cutting oh, discs. Oh, I use them too today. Yep, those, yeah, those are very, very popular. Those, those ones were in discs. here. Yeah, so those microfiber discs, everybody uses those. They're very popular. They work really well. But originally, these microfiber discs came with the microfiber correction kit. True, yeah. And, you know, everybody was using the discs and just using different compounds with it. But, you know, originally it was meant to be 
work along with this. With that. And, and it they came still with do. the polish as well, right? Yep. With and then it would come with the finishing wax, which was the polish, kind of like an all-in-one, a light polish, and it has protection in it. And this is great for mobile guys. Do you use this in your mobile uh, business? I, I used to. You used to? You found something else? I found, I found the, the, the colonite wax. Oh. That comes off even better. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I use that but too. I, I use that that was That would be my go-to, like, waxing. Yep. The, especially because you're outdoors sometimes and you want something that won't be hard to remove. Yeah. Like stuck to the paint. Exactly. Yeah. And it works well. That would be, it would really enhance the shine. That's what I like about that. The shine. Uh, yeah. And it'll get hydrophobic as well. Exactly. Exactly. So I love this. And it's very, very cheap. Super economical. Mm -hmm. I think you can buy a gallon for like $30 or less, maybe $25. That's super cheap for a wax. Yeah. Or a light polish, which it is too. The, I think so. the colonite is a little bit more costly though, right? Yeah, the but colonite. I think it's the durability is better on it though. It, it, it is? Yeah, the finishing wax doesn't have crazy durability. You might get maybe two months out of it, but the colonite should be three plus months. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I um, still, until today, our guys, we all use the, uh, the colonite wax. Yeah. Yeah, so do you machine apply it or hand apply it? We hand apply. The colonite hand apply. is hand apply, yes. Okay, interesting. I've, uh, I used to, and it's a little difficult because you've got to warm it up every time, especially if it, when it's cold out, but I put a spray nozzle on top of the colonite 16-ounce bottle, uh -huh. and I used to spray it onto a pad and machine apply it, and it would be super, super thin. Oh, okay, yeah. But it sometimes would clog up the spray nozzles because if it gets cold, it yeah. solidifies. So it you gotta does. warm up the whole bottle and make sure the work it's working coming out of the trigger. But when it does, it works really well. The, yeah, the, the colonite indeed it does get it does get uh, a, a little bit thick as well yep. uh, when you're applying. Yeah, but that is what I stuff. use. I'm not sure if you have the Maguire's cutting um, cut cutting compound or the Maguire's. You know the brown the brown bottle. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep the pro the pro line, which is the the mirror glaze line. So what, yeah, when you buy that uh, that compound, uh, actually when you buy the colonite the colonite wax, yeah, it it comes with the actual like the, the lid to close it. So I get the lid out of this, and or sometimes I buy it I buy it separately. You know, oh so yeah, I don't yeah, have to yeah. Get it out before I throw that. I save the lid and I just put it on. Clean the it out and wax. put that on. Yeah, yeah actually, because uh, it should be around this size, right? It's this size type of nozzle. It is. Yeah, for the colonite. Yeah, be. that's right. I found, I got from another company an, a really nice nozzle. Where'd it go? The little, is, is it the It lid? was basically like, basically like this. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good high quality nozzle. So that tire. you can use. Yeah, it's, it's new Jack's Wax stuff hmm. that we got. So that came in the glove box, detail subscription boxes. So we're getting that monthly. So it'll come with like a variety of different products. From the from the Jess Wax of the company itself? No, it actually comes from a separate company called mm -hmm. the Glove Box. So I got that oh, white box up there. Okay. It comes yeah. in the mail. It's a monthly subscription box for detailers. So it actually okay. came with one, two, three, four. I think it came with four or five 16 ounce bottles of product. And then like one or two towels, a little brush, like a nice, you know, soft detail brush. Yeah. Um, so it's it's sample stuff, and you get it's around thirty to thirty five bucks a month, and um, and you get all sorts of stuff. So I don't know what the next I don't know what February's box is going to be. It's going to be a different company. So each oh, month it's different so, stuff. Oh, so okay, so they alternate for you to yeah. try it out. Yep. 
That, that's nice. Yeah, so it's fun. Uh -huh. If you want to try out different products. So it's not from this brand, it's from the. It's from them, yeah. They box. curate all the different uh -huh. companies. Very nice. But it's good for companies like Jack's Wax and others uh -huh. because it gives people a chance to try out their products. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it's kind of like and a little gift. Whichever each month. brand, because they alternate with brands too. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of fun to, to get that stuff, you know, in each month. Yeah, so. there in our detail garage, I try to. We we minimize. I find a set of products I have to do differently for the guys to see. So I try to be as minimalistic as possible. Yep. You know, what we do for pain correction. So I had a set. Definitely use that. Yeah. For pain correction. Exactly. You know, actually, stage. that's really good to talk about because mm -hmm. um, somebody commented on my on my YouTube channel um, because they see all the products, mm -hmm. but it's because it's because of YouTube that we got all these products too. Uh -huh. If it wasn't for that, if I wasn't making videos or anything on them, just detailing. You don't necessarily need all these different brands because they do the same Exactly, thing. Yeah. exactly. That's, that is definitely true. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of overwhelming, I think, for people who are starting out detailing because they see all the stuff and they're like, well, what's the best? It's not really about what's the best. It's what works for you. Yes, That's I the agree. point. So in your company, you've got employees. You need to standardize stuff. Mm -hmm. To have all this stuff, wouldn't it confuse them? They'd be like, well, what, what do I use for what? Yeah. So narrow and, and it down. It would actually make it worse because if yeah. we're doing different guys doing the cars, and what if one guy preferring one side of the car use this type of product, and then the other one starts to do it differently? Then you have different things on the car. Yes. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's not getting that um, uniform. Yes. You know, and it exactly. needs to be uniform. That's why we always try to, and and that's what that like you said. That's what people think that. Yeah. There's a lot of products you have to use all this product on the car, but when you're doing detailing, you know you see okay, th what what does work best on this car? Or yeah. Or in this situation. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so for those watching and for those listening, that's that's an important thing. What type of detailer are you? Are you, you know, a one or two man show like my wife and I? It's just a tiny little company. It's just us where we can play with all sorts of stuff, do whatever we want. Or do you have employees where you need to standardize stuff and keep it simple or minimalistic, mm -hmm. as, as Andre said, um, so that you get consistent quality yeah. and, and consistency all the time? Yes. So we're getting mm -hmm. consistency, but I'm not like using, well, I want to use this product on the hood. I'm going to use another product. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you can be consistent in the quality because you, yeah. you personally understand all the products. Exactly. You know what to use. Exactly. But for, for me to get consistent, for my company to get consistent, I also cannot be, a, I'm not able to change the products and have them right. try it out nonstop. I'm yeah, the one who has right. to try it out. If you want like, to introduce something, you try it out yourself and yes. then you, you either add it or you swap it out with something maybe. Like if you're like, okay, I found a better compound, we're not going to use this one anymore, mm -hmm. I'm going to swap it out for this one, you know, or for whatever one you chose. But don't just add it on because then that could be confusing, right? It, it does. Uh, a good example would be with the actual um, wax that we were talking about. Yeah, the colonnade. Uh, so we were using the other type before and we tried different ones because I wanted to get out, I want to try a new type of wax. Yeah. And I was searching, I was searching reviews, videos like yours, you know, on YouTube and seeing, okay, what works best. And then I have the guys try it out real world as good, well. Good, good. Uh, just like the videos show. And what do you like? I asked them, you know, do you like this? I try on my car. I really try, I really try on my car first. And since they, they don't tell me, hey, it's easier to get it off. It's it's not as thick as consistent, mm. but it will last. No, we can tell it would last because we tried before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we try it out, and I have to try it out sometimes on my on my car, and go from there. It's better to know what you're getting into Good. before. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, that's excellent. And that makes sense. Yeah, if you got employees in, in a larger a larger company, yeah, you got to keep those things consistent. Uh, so that's that's and really that's good. Definitely, I use that for uh, as far as my consistency g goes. I use that microfiber cutting pad for my wires. Yep. With the cutting compound, I used to use the pink compound before that comes with it. Yep. But I find that to that's a little bit more dry. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it that is. That one's a little bit more. But I, li I like the cutting action on that one, so I yeah, just this one's got more cut. Yeah. Yep. And then yep, I get an true. orange pad from Chemical Guys or Country. Lake uh, Country. Lake Country. Yeah, Lake Country is yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Country, Actually, yeah. let's talk about pads. Um, and see. with that pad, I personally use the with the Lake Country polishing. I like to use the orange pad. Yep. As a second step. Second. Yeah. Step. Isn't that amazing? That orange pad can cut but also finish really well. The the Lake Country pad that I like the most is one of their cheapest ones. Mm. On online, on Amazon it's a little bit more expensive. Pads on Amazon can be expensive. But if you buy them from other places like Car Supplies Warehouse or AutoGeek or Autopia or any of those other places, um, usually this pad right here is five bucks. It's super cheap. Yeah. And some guys like the Lake Country HDO. There's like different versions of these but i just stick with the regular flat i lake love countries. the flats too yeah I love they're the best these are like lake countries there was a lake country lake countries. yep yeah i really like the flat as well the, yeah. there are some of the lake countries that even has a little bit of a hole in here yep but for some reason when you, you kind of i feel personal like when you put on the paint it feels more like more stiff like it, it does secure yep it does yeah yeah because lake country has their ccs pad which is one of the other popular ones, which it's fine. I really yeah. don't, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, but it's like a personal preference. It's a personal preference, yeah, yeah because I don't really find it makes a difference at all. Some, some will say that those little holes are designed to either um, make it run cooler or yeah. product kind of goes in those little holes and makes you use less product or whatever. I don't really buy into that. Yeah. I just yeah. use these and that's yeah, it. Yeah, because if you get hot enough best. to where it's bad, on a dual action buffer especially that I personally use, uh, probably wouldn't be good to actually be on the car if it's yeah. that hot. Yeah, I've exactly. gotten one of the Chemical Guys green pad, which is a little bit more softer than the orange pad from Chemical Guys. Yep. And I got like, I ran through them a lot with holes on it. They they overheat in the middle a lot, even though uh -huh. they have a little bit of a hexagon. Yeah, yeah. But I find it to be I don't know if it's inside is too soft. Where, mm. but I love I love using the the black ones of Chemical Guys as well. Yep. Yep, I got um, a couple of those. The flat ones are my favorite too. They are, yeah, and they're the cheapest ones. I just always stick with these. When it comes to pads, I think there's so many varieties in pads there are, that people yeah. have their favorites. You know, when they if they like one type of pad, they stick with it, which is good. I actually encourage if you like that and it works for you, then stick with it. No need yeah. to go above and beyond and try something. If it works, it works. Maybe that's why I got these, and I just learned to work with them, and I love them, so they yeah. work for me. And There's I, no need I for me to try those else. with even HD speed, a yeah. two and one. Oh, they're the best. Get right to it, and they cut, yep. they finish well. Yep. And you're you're good to go. And then I, I personally finish off with the black pad later if I'm doing a three stage. Yep. yep. But as far as a one step, that also that pad is the go to. It usually. is. Yeah, three all the all in ones I've mm -hmm. used. With this, that, this works the best. And if you know if you're dealing with harder paint. You can, you can step it up from there, but I always start with this because this is the middle ground for me. 
Yeah. So if I need more, then I'll bump it up to something more aggressive, maybe a microfiber pad, maybe a different colored, you know, uh, stiffer mm -hmm. pad, um, or bump it down to something like a white or, or a blue pad or you that's, can that's switch softer. On, keep the same pad or, and switch out the product. And switch out well. product, yes, exactly. If Maybe you, Especially you that has more options, then yep. you can make that decision. Exactly. If I have to bump out, out to get a little bit more aggressive, it's automatic. We get the microfiber, get the compound, and go to the second stage with yep. the orange one. Yeah, I've really found that those, uh, those orange pads are just so good. They work so well. Let's talk about polishers, because <laughs> there's a lot of different things that go on with polishers, and again, I think it's going to be up to personal choice. It is. And what you're used to. <laughs> I think that's the conclusion. We're jumping yep. to the conclusion with personal choice. Exactly. It I mean, always. here's one of the most affordable ones. This one's under 100 bucks. Mm -hmm. Oh, that music that you hear, <laughs> those are sensors on the road. So it means someone's coming down our 400 foot driveway, usually just Amazon. <laughs> this polisher right here is the most affordable one. It's, it's under 100 bucks. You can usually find it around $85. The Max Shine, I think it's called the M. M85 or something like that, but it's, it's a powerful dual action polisher. And a lot of different companies also, they make this, they get the same polisher, but they yeah. put their brand on it. So exactly. a lot of people get confused with that. They think it's a whole different polisher. Yeah. To, to be completely honest, many of these polishers are made by many companies in China overseas. And from what I've heard, I, I, I can't confirm this 100%, but from what I've read and, and heard from some people, the SPTA cordless polisher is made by the same people that make the actual Rupes polisher. That's what oh, I've heard. Uh huh. Yeah. Don't know if it's a rumor. I don't know if that's, that's not really 100%, you know. And, and you, can, you can actually but. get real similar polisher that look exactly like the Gravis Garage one, for example. Yes. And exactly. That one in particular. This one very similar. <laughs> I, this I, I could tell right away. Yep. That looks this one's like called Garage. the Platypus, mm -hmm. but it's made by you know an off-brand company. They they obviously got the same specs as the Griots, uh -huh. and they just put their own company on it. So a lot of companies do that. That's what people don't realize. They say that the Rupes is made in Italy and all this stuff. What part is made in Italy? Is it designed in Italy but actually made in China? Your yeah. iPhone is designed here, but it's made in China. Yeah. What what difference does that make? Yeah. I don't even care about where it's made at all. It doesn't make a difference to me. What makes a difference is what does this thing do? True. You know, yeah. how does it perform? This little guy here is a thousand watts. No, 900, sorry, 900 watts, mm. but very powerful. This thing kind of outperforms the old porter cables, you know, yeah. that, that we all started on. That yeah. thing is very powerful. And then you have all the other ones. So. This one, again, from MacShine, this is one of their top ones. This is their 15 millimeter Pro. Now it's a different grip, this yeah. one, compared to this one. Exactly. Got so this your right is, hand grip. Yep, this is going to be your long throw. So this one is usually eight millimeter throw. This goes up to 15. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And it's gonna be more power. This is a thousand watts, this has more power. It has a trigger, as opposed to just a switch. And the various speed right there on your thumb. What do you think of those comparing to this type of Because I, 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 I always use the Grids Garage. Yep. That looks like similar to this one. It has a little bit of better grip here on top. Oh yeah. And the button, I, I love using those. For some reason, I, I'm not sure if I'm the only detailer who prefers that one over like a Rupus. Ah uh, yeah. I had used a Rupus before. I know, you know, a lot of detailers love Rupus and they're good. But I don't know, I always feel like 
You just gravitate the towards hand. the other one. I always, I try to, I try to make myself really like to do a pain correction using the rupees. Yeah. Because I know they can, you have better throw. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're using it correctly, you can get a really good result. Yeah. And maybe in less time. Yeah. But I, I always go to the Gruitz garage. I like that. Yeah. Cable if you're just well. used to it and you enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still getting the same results, then, then yeah, then it's just, I guess it's what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Yep. What sure. you're comfortable with. This, yeah, and this thing is, is definitely a beast. It is, it has got some power. It's, it's a little bit more, it's a little bit louder and a little bit more vibration, but the vibration to me doesn't mm -hmm. matter because I can get those anti-vibration gloves and I'm just kind of used to it anyway. Yeah. Um, but Probably this thing is a beast. It, lo it looks like well built. It, really it is does. really well built. Yeah, feel it. You can it's, see on the side here. It's really nice. Yeah. And the variable trigger um, is nice. It's a nice smooth trigger. So you press it and, and it'll slowly turn the machine on. It's, it's really nice. Yeah, nice. Yep, I love it. And um, the red the, one the here. The cable length also has a huge uh, impact for me because we're mm. mobile out there. And what I found in the Griot one, Griot, Griot's garage, is that they have two, one of the, I think a 25 feet cable. That's nice. Which we don't have to plug extension cord. And I was like, yes, I'm glad they made with the, and you have to pay a little bit more actually to go with the bigger cable. Yeah, that's true. Yep. But it's yep. worth it, the time. It is. Save. Oh yeah, if you don't have to plug a, an extension cord in, it's, it's yeah. really nice. Yep. Yeah. So this beast here is actually very, very similar build to the Max Shine. Al almost identical. A few little things are different, but same power, same feel, same variable trigger, everything is the same. Um, as the the Max Shine, it's just a few little yeah. differences, but performance-wise, same thing. Um, the Torque one, this is the new Torque 15. This one is a little bit different because you have it's no trigger, it's it's just a on and it's off a switch. Digital, digital display as yeah, well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You just do up, yeah. you know, minus and plus for your speed, um, and and that's it. But again, it it works the same way. 15 millimeter. Um, it it has the same amount of power. As the other ones, is it a thousand watt? It is it about say. the same? It does. Oh, 900. Okay, it's a 900 watt. So it's it, about this wattage. As far as those smaller buffers, when you want to get to the, um, let's say, door handle of the car, and yeah. those little tiny crevices, um, I, I personally like to use a lot. I'm, sometimes I really go old fashioned <laughs> type of way, unless I really need to get a machine. Yeah. But I like to put some compound and then polish on the microfiber and like do it by hand with small oh, yeah. my fingers. Oh yeah. And But I've seen you using those, the actual extension machine that you... Uh, yeah, oh, oh, the extensions, uh, yeah. do you mean this little guy or was it another extension that I used? Because I have this one that I use now. Oh, that, yeah, that, that would be the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this little guy, again, from SPTA. Uh-huh. It nice. kind of looks like the eyebrid from Rupes. And it's funny because it's like so it's so tiny and you can yeah. get in all like you could technically get in the on the surface here. Yep. Exactly. Like yeah, to like get that. in the door handle under it is a little tricky. I it, still it is do that tricky. by it's hand. It's more for like smaller. Yeah, but it is good to get under like your mirror. You you can oh, get pretty you can get pretty close under there. Yeah. Yep, that works well. And if you do need to go up around these edges yeah, you can then, really then you can do that. But you can really do the same thing with the three inch. So I, I have the the Rupes three inch um, polisher too. Oh, so there you go. Oh, you, this you, guy's awesome. And you have an extensive one as well. Yeah, yeah. So that one that one works awesome. And then I do have 
this guy, which is, this is actually a rotary. This is the only rotary that I have. I don't have any full size rotaries. Mm -hmm. So this is the only rotary I have, but it does come with the extensions. I can go from three inch, two inch, one inch, but I rarely use this. I, I don't yeah. like the rotary myself. This is, it, it's funny because after they, they made the dual action buffer, uh, nowadays after the, the for, I think for the past five years or so, detailers are actually getting rid of that idea that you have to use the rotary to do pin correction. Yeah. And they've yeah. started to gravitate towards the safety and quality that the dual action provides. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and I know a lot of guys still, you know, they, yeah. they say that rotary will cut faster, all of that. It that may or may not. Stain remover or am I? Protein stain? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, am I reading yeah. it? Yeah. I love this stuff. This stuff along with the fabric rinse from Meguiar's. What is that for? I never so protein, it. this is for any food type of stains in the vehicle. Oh. Okay. It's like a, it's almost like a peroxide based cleaner, like OxyClean. Yes. It's that type of a stuff that, uh, so that you can fabric, use. it's for fabric, leather as well. And yeah, you can actually put on leather. Mm -hmm. um, but it's mainly used to put, like if you have food stains, like gross kid food junk all over the place, mm -hmm. you spray this on it and it actually helps with odor removal and okay. it eats up any organic matter. Mm -hmm. So you can actually use this for like vomit. It's gross, okay. but you can use that for vomit because it eats up organic yeah. matter. And probably use that cool. water extractor there as well. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, so this little, this little polisher is, is really great. I, I will use that for little hard to reach areas and stuff. So it is good to have a variety of polishers. Again, you don't have to have all of these. You know, I have only gained a bunch of these just <laughs> yeah. this past year. That's awesome. That was it, you know? Yeah. Max Which Shine one's your favorite? One. Did you get a, got a favorite? I've like, just been using this guy. That one? <laughs> I've been using the SPTA me. because it's cordless for one. Mm -hmm. The size of it, the balance of it, it's just so, and it's so affordable. It's 200 bucks. You can't go wrong. Yeah. And it balances on both on both on both sides on the back and on the front, so it can yeah. actually. Yeah, I do wish the battery was twisted, like it, like it was sideways. I see. Uh huh. Like Flex has that. Flex rotary. Um, I mean, a Flex oh, okay. cordless so tools have that. Okay, so you're getting it to the corner of the paint here. So yeah, sometimes it. it can. Yeah, like you got to be careful with that battery so it doesn't hit. But if it was twisted, if it was just twisted, you know, 90 degrees that way. It would be it, ideal. It would help. Yeah, it would help. But who knows? I mean, they're, they are maybe constantly improving. Maybe helps on the balance as well. Or, or yeah, maybe. Not, not it being too, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wonder if it, if it was just twisted and centered. The weight would be the same, but it, would, it wouldn't be so close to that. It would kind of have to be up a little bit. But yeah. either way, this machine is pretty impressive. If people want to get the Flex or the DeWalt's, mm -hmm. um, that's fine. But those are expensive. If you got the money to splurge on it, get them. Yeah, that's good. But I'm so glad the one I like is not is not expensive either. Oh yeah. <laughs> Isn't it a wonderful when you love a machine? It's like awesome. It's not, you know, it's not a super expensive to use. Yeah, the the Griot's <laughs> one that you like. You mean is that the one that you yeah. said? That's, yeah. Yeah. The Griot. Yep. The Griot's garage. Yeah. So I I like these so much. When I first got this one, my wife started using it, and that's how that's how she got into polishing. Uh -huh. Yeah. So she started using it. She's like, this is awesome. And she just got carried away. And I'm like, well, I guess you're polishing now. <laughs> and then she was like, well, I want to learn how to do paint correction. Like, teach me how to do compounding. And she picked it up right away. Yeah. So, but then I bought a second cordless polisher because yeah. I liked it so much. <laughs> so, but it is so good. You, you do need multiple batteries. Yeah, you do need multiple batteries. 
And you can get the aftermarket ones. These, this is actually an aftermarket Makita battery, mm -hmm. and they're cheaper. They're like under $30. And they click in, they work just fine, and, uh, and yeah. they work. So multiple batteries and multiple chargers. You can get aftermarket Makita battery chargers too, cheap. I've never tried a cordless polisher before. Oh man, you, you gotta getting, try you're it. You're getting me excited to you like gotta to try one. For 200 bucks, you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't need extension cords, just always have a battery charger in one of your trailers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just keep swapping out the batteries. It's it's really really good. It's great for even for wax removal, even though or application, even though it's a 15 millimeter, it you works. put it on low and you can spread your wax nice. all in ones. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. That's very, awesome. Very very nice. Yeah, that was why I got it. it was for mobile detailing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, steamer, just because I see it in front of me. Yep. Uh, right now I use a Mac Macgallic. Oh yeah. Because of the price, because otherwise I would just have this one on each on every vent because it's I know it's powerful. Yeah. The, the, the that's the only equipment that I have that uh, I know that I'm gonna have to replace almost every year. Like I, uh, I got yeah. to because it sits outside in the vent. If it freezes once, um, it's busted. gone. It's gone. Yeah. Is this the same thing with these? Yeah. Ones? Oh these yeah. are like over six, seven hundred dollars, right? Yeah. This this one I think is still priced at around like around nine hundred. Mm -hmm. um, the beauty of this though is if you do have some broken parts, not due to freezing, because if it freezes, that's a whole other story because that can damage internal components. But I like that the hose comes off. You can buy all the separate pieces, like the little brush attachments, all the separate heads, um, the extension cords, the fill caps here. You can buy all this stuff separately. Yeah. And just keep your original machine, which is really nice. Because what kept and going you can on de mine. Detach the, in case this gets uh, messed up. <laughs> yeah, if it breaks, my McCulloch ones, I went through all of the McCulloughs, from the cheapest one all the way up to the most expensive. Uh -huh. They all broke within about a year. But it was the triggers. It was always the triggers that would break on me. Yes. The machine would be fine. The triggers break. And the machine is gone. Yeah. I'm like, why couldn't they just change. make it so that you can just replace the hose? But yeah. unfortunately, that company is not into that type. They just want to sell the machine. Yeah. If and it's, and it's dead, not like it's industrial dead. as well, where you want to yeah. get parts and the machine's not as expensive yep. compared to this one. Exactly. Because the machine at this price, you're going to want to expect the hose to come out yep. to be detached. Exactly. And the customer service with these guys too. I contacted the actual company, bought this from them, bought the fill cap. Uh-huh. And they were like, "Oh yeah, that's all you need. You need this to fill because I was this was leaking and it would be puffing out steam." Oh, uh, okay. And I asked how the guy and he's the, like, "Yeah. How's the actual seal inside of that?" Oh, here. Let me see. Oh, is there Cuz I thought it was a, just a gasket. I replaced the gasket and that wasn't it. I had to replace the whole cap. It was about it was about 40 bucks. Hmm. Or thirty-five dollars with the shipping and all that. Yeah, it has a thicker gasket there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. One thing I found out uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm really late on this, but gloves. Uh huh. Um, I actually gave to one of my employees to a, a box of gloves because nowadays, because of COVID, it was hard to find the gloves that I liked, which oh, is yeah. a, with a black box neutral. Yep. And the ones I bought was latex. He put it right on and went through his finger, you know, not like Whoa. the glove ripped. The gloves ripped. Yep. And I was like, man, can you find better? And then I started looking. I was like, why is the other one doesn't rip as much? And I think this is also, uh, is it nitrile gloves? Yep. Yep, they are. And I noticed the yep, difference. The latex. Powder-free. I think I noticed the latex is 
much weaker. Yeah, yeah. And also, you yeah. got to look for the mills. So oh, that's how thick that they are. Too. I was yeah. I did not know about that. Yep, the yeah. the mills is what you want to look for. This is thick. Like this yeah. is even thick the one I have. I can actually wear, you know, a pair of gloves like this through the entire detail without them breaking. Usually, unless I rub my finger up against something sharp, but usually it's fine. It's not telling me on here, but usually when I bought them on Amazon, it would tell me how many mills. Oh, you got it off Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to yep. I'm going to What you want to look boxes. for is at least 8 mills and up it'll say 8 ml uh, i'll take a picture so, if you don't mind yeah <laughs> definitely yep these are nice and thick because I, I when I, as soon as i got it I was like what well, th th that's a thick one i know yeah i love right these off. actually you can also get them i don't i haven't been there recently but harbor freight sells really good gloves too and they come in all different uh, thicknesses yeah. uh -huh. so and i think it's almost like the bottom shelf is the thinnest one and the top you know going towards the top shelf is going to be the thickest one i think you can get like nine mil thick gloves and uh, I think they're blue, but they're super thick. Mm -hmm. And also they're textured, so they're a little grabby, yeah. and they're great for dog hair removal. Oh, that's true, because yep. the, the actual rubber, it, yeah. th that's what I use to remove dog hair. Exactly, uh, exactly. And, and the, the textured fingers are textured really it can, it can grabby. Grab it. Yep, so they work very, very well Love for dog that. hair I'm, removal. I'm, I'm gonna look for that for sure. Yeah, yeah, they're great. I like to, for the to winter. see if the ones that's prime. But it, it's, mm. this is awesome, Every uh, all the equipments they have here. It's like detailing heaven. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it, man, it's, it's pretty amazing how much it's accumulated. I mean, in my little garage, I had a lot. Mm -hmm. Here, I'm able to spread it all out a little bit more. But I just yeah. keep getting more products. More companies send me stuff to try and use. And yeah, and, and overall, most of the stuff that, that I get, I do like. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm not super, super picky about products. I think some people are just so and overwhelmed so with yeah. You know, their pickiness of products. It doesn't do this, it doesn't do this right, it doesn't do this right. And like, sometimes I think the mistake of detail, uh, uh, some detailers, they can blame the product, but it's really not the product's fault. Uh, yeah. At times, uh, a lot, when products comes comes out, sometimes the, they say that it's really hyped up, oh, this product's hyped up, but not really. I mean, they, they you know, they are on a price, they do when one thing, they might not perform well on the other. Yep. What's that sealant? That was a liquid sealant start coming off on Facebook ads nonstop. I, I F11. Yes, <laughs> F11. Did you get some? I no, I used before. I used okay. to use them. Uh, for what I think is that they were good, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh, this is very hyped up type of product." For me, I I like how it maintained the the shine, and when you spray it on, you got get the paints a little bit smooth. Yeah. So you know there's something there working, but it, it didn't last as long to me. Yeah or the hydrophobic properties wouldn't stay there yep exactly uh, for a long time but for the price i think actually at the beginning they were actually overpriced a little bit for, mm -hmm. for, i don't know I, you, I, you didn't like them very much i, I actually haven't used them i want to try them oh, i was waiting okay. for the, they, they never reached out they never reached out to me i never bothered to get a bottle of but it but this was a short-term thing because i know yeah. it was it was going out on the ads like okay let me let me try this uh, you know, it worked in one thing, but it, you know, I, I, yeah. it's a balance. There's always a balance. I yeah. Think. Same with the Torque products. I got Torque, their Mirror Shine, mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't like that. They kind of compare it to F11. Um, but when we're using it, I had no problems. I liked the application. It was very easy, very slick. Uh huh. No streaking, no smearing. It was great. And I did put it on my own Avalon 
to just kind of test the durability and, and see. Yeah. It wasn't super hydrophobic, but there was definitely something there. It would sheet slowly, and then the panel yeah. would be dry. So it's not like super hydrophobic. People want, in their minds, they want to see coating type of... Type of results. Hydropho- no. <laughs> and like, that's not what it is. You yeah. can't expect that. Yeah. So... And I think that um, that too, depending on the expectations, because you got to compare how much does it cost. It's a liquid thing. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, it's not paste. So you kind of have to give up. And also the way they market, I may disagree with. Because F11, they would market as if you clean the car and you spray that. But I'll never do that. Never I'll do wash that. Wash the car. I'll clay yeah. the car. Uh, sometimes I'll wash the car if the car is clean. Just wash it wash mid and apply that and it works well mm-hmm. but i would never do how they market tell people to do yeah yeah dirt spray it's on well. dirty car and <laughs> go with the towel that was scratch right up yeah the way that those companies market stuff isn't correct either like you said because the way that that the guy was like washing it and he's like this doesn't scratch and i saw him using this like pad i'm like no <laughs> no that's incorrect like yeah i think right away the detailers hate that that's true that's yeah I, th- so the way that they market is not correct. They really should not have a marketing team do it. They need to contact real detailers. Yeah, they and it's need so easy. To. Like we, we, we are open. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the ones using it. We're yeah. the ones who want to buy it. So you need to market it correctly and have us actually use it. Turtle Wax is one of the first companies to really do that. Mm, they yeah. sent the product out. And it was almost like a blind test because I didn't even know other detailers were getting the product. They would send me stuff and they're like, here you go, try it out. With no obligation. No, they're just like, here you go. Yeah, just and give do whatever your honest, you want. honest feedback. Some people liked it, some people didn't, mm-hmm. who cares? True Turtle Wax would pick the ones obviously who liked it. Yeah. And then you run with that. Because the ones who may not like it, who knows? It could just be personal opinion. The, those opinions can be skewed. Like. So, okay, yeah. obviously pick the ones who like the product and who use it in the real world. Yeah. But they picked real detailers. True. That was, the, that was the difference. And I think that at the end of the day, Phil, there are going to be a multitude of uh, product brands in the category of polishers, of degreasers, of uh, wheel cleaner. Yeah. But they may, they will do the same job. Yeah. You know, they will, unless you're doing, unless you're using a product for... You know, they're tire dressing that's water-based, they're silicone-based. I personally just prefer the water-based ones, not sling. Yep. Uh, but if it's a lot of, let's say, water-based tire dressing, and there are a multitude of brands out there, but they all do the same, the composition may change by a little. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, Like oh, scent this, and color. Yeah, all, all of a sudden <laughs> this got terrible. This water-based tire dressing got terrible. You know, the composition is usually just slightly, or some, yep. sometimes it's actually the exact same thing. They just brand it differently. Exactly. Different brand. Exactly. Yeah, and then people, yes. uh, there's a lot of those people who are who are commenting and, and making videos, um, they have their one vehicle or, or two yeah. vehicles. It's their own personal vehicles. They use one type of tire all the time and yeah. it works. But are you gonna go, as us as professionals, when we go to different customers, lots of different tires. Yeah. One dressing that's our favorite may not work on that one tire that's... That is so true. And only detailers who've done a lot of tire dressing that can tell that. Because know, it might yep. sound ridiculous. The tire is tire. It's rubber. But no. like nope. Some tires you spray tire dressing, you don't see anything. Yeah. Any it change. absorbs it. It's, it's, it's dry again. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And then others accept the dressing so well, it looks beautiful. Yes. So that's, right. that, that's what it depends on. So it's not always the product. Like you said, it's 
not always the product. It could be either user error or the surface that you're working on mm -hmm. can yeah. change from vehicle to vehicle. Yeah, so. good thing it would be if there was a product that's universal to literally every I tire. <laughs> yeah, I know, that'd be great. Or a product that you can wash the car and dry it and polish it <laughs> and coat it and it's perfect. Exactly. But to yeah. get a good result. So at the end of the day, hey, what are you doing hey, up buddy. here, you stinker? <laughs> she wants attention. <laughs> Yeah, so at the end of the day, you see all the products, all the tools, Yeah. you know, it all depends on are you a business, are you just a detail enthusiast, do you just have the money to spend on the best of the best, or do you have a budget so you want to find what works for you. Take yeah. all those things into consideration. True. And just start small. Start, start with simple companies, basic companies, Meguiar's, Turtle Wax, start with those types of companies and then go out from there. Yes. You know, and, and experiment and try different things. But find your favorite shampoo that works for you. Mm -hmm. Find your favorite wax that works for you. Your favorite all-purpose cleaner and degreaser. Your favorite tire shine. Your favorite glass cleaner. And then you expand from there. Yeah. And, and, and only then you'll be able things. to tell what works better. You, you yep. trying. Exactly. Yeah. Try the different try different things. And it's good to have channels like this and, and people like us to be able to kind of try it for you. Yes. You know? And yeah. take all of our opinions with a grain of salt. Yeah. 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 Take them for what they are. You know, if we like them, great. If you get it and you're like, well, this doesn't work for me. It doesn't mean it's the product. It doesn't mean it's garbage. It just doesn't. It just means where are you in the world? You know, what yeah. country are you in? What humidity, temperature, your vehicle, the paint, the plastic, all that stuff. Like you yeah, what's your work environment? Yep, all that stuff. If you're working in a shop, if you have more of options to choose from. Yep. If you really have to stick to one option, like our difference, right? Exactly. Uh, so it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, all t all to take into consideration. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was great talking to you, Andre. It's it's nice to actually get some of this stuff and 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 talk together like this and, and get it out into the public too, so they can yeah uh, thanks get for a having full me here, understanding. Man. I I always yeah. enjoy coming here, like seeing all these products that you have around here. Yeah, man. No, it, it was it was a really <laughs> because good time. in my garage I only have just a table there and the products are inside the shelf. That's it. <laughs> yep. You stick with one and you stick with your standard. And, it, and like it. seeing all these products and you have everything, like the gloves. I just found out about the gloves. Yeah, right? yeah. Love and those gloves. Everything is, yep. it's it's fun. And you told yeah. me before about that, which is there's, if we can go forever with yeah. the amount of products. That oh you yeah, have. all the different tools and methods. And yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, thank exactly. you, so. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, hey, you're welcome. Uh -huh. Thanks to, it was great having you here. Look at you. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Ooh, buddy. <laughs>